ati igbani ni oju e pe 090 Broadcasting worldwide, the latest hits and the greatest memories. Fresh, Fresh. 107.9 FM.
Introducing Extra Special Tubaba and Honorable Fouls the bad guy. Bad guys is in the building. Yeah. Everybody know say all my people they be colorful. When the wicked jammers for body, we lost see one or two. And the matter who cause for Nucky, we don't know what to do. Stop there, turn around, you go see action. Where man, fall down, you go still rise up. Waiting no key, man, I waiting make it sharp, man. And you know if you die for your film, now you be actor. You go wipe the chest like you be man no war. You go wipe the dirt like you be janitor. You recharge the energy and start afresh. Whether you dey Budapest, Lagos City, Marrakesh. Around the world, and the news are full for air. They make me body fail you. They make spirit to double. Come my guy, now you go sharp. You need to take care of yourself, cause the cough go flat. Better go the Saturday happen. No say, beggar go come and. Welcome to Fresh 107.9 FM. We educate, we inform, we entertain, we play feel good music. Fresh 107.9 FM, because I thank you for staying with us. Uh, it's Thursday, the 29th of July 2021. Great to know uh, you are there joining us uh, this morning freshly pressed on fresh 107.9 fm this is where we'll take a look at the headlines on the newspapers do this mondays through fridays Ole Bakar is my name uh, glad to know you're there joining us this thursday the punch the guardian the nigerian tribune are some of the options available to us this morning the nigerian news direct as well uh, the pen pushing newspapers those are some of uh, the options available to us uh, this uh, morning I'll just uh, go right out as I always mention some of the headlines and we'll get talking as regards uh, some of them uh, Mr. Darif of the Nigerian Gateway will be joining the program this morning as we take a look at the headlines um, together on the punch this morning federal government lines up 36 billion naira for COVID-19 third wave 4,261 cases recorded in 30 days. That's according to the punch uh, this uh, morning. Uh, that's talking about uh, COVID-19. There are a couple of other stories on a uh, number of the dailies talking about COVID, but still on the punch, IMN celebrates as court frees El Zagzaki wife after six-year detention. Uh, that's there on the punch as well. We're in talks with bandits on 83 Kaduna Baptist students. That's according to the Christian Association of Nigeria. 
Uh, that's on the punch still. Senate names Jonathan Sambo in 665.8 billion Naira diversion. Demands refund is there on the punch. Medical report. Others delay Igbo's bail application. APC Congress is under threat as Supreme Court declares Booney's chairmanship illegal. Zulum gives 12.8 million naira to Bruno Army recruitment candidates is another on the punch. Suspected cultists kill youth president, injure others in a quibum. You'll find that on the punch as well. The Nigerian Tribune, APC Congresses, Buni insists on consensus option, ones against media war. Uh, there is outages as power greed suffers collapse. That's on the Nigerian Tribune. U.S. lawmakers block sale of arms worth $875 million to Nigeria over human rights abuse. That's on the Nigerian Tribune. Will increase education budget by 50% over two years, says Buhari. Uh, that's on the Tribune as well. Delta variant. U.S. to ship 4 million COVID-19 vaccine doses to Nigeria. 5.66 million to South Africa. Uh, that's uh, there on the Tribune as well uh, this morning. The Guardian uh, this morning also with uh, some of these uh, reports uh, to look out for. Uh, on ease in Forex markets as dollar adds towards 515 naira per dollar. Uh, that's um, on the Guardian. IPOP threatens lockdown in Southeast over Kanu. There's another on the Guardian. Nigeria's democracy challenged, says Oshibajo. Is there as well. Senate unravel facts on illegal diversion of 665.8 billion naira by AGF's office. Uh, that is on the Guardian as well. Minister seeks urgent intervention to tame youth joblessness. There's another. Uh, there uh, on the Guardian. Uh, there's some others uh, to look out for on the Guardian this uh, Thursday morning. Uh, COVID-19 deaths jump by 21% in one week. WHO laments. That's on the Guardian. There is on the sports pages of the Guardian. NFF set to settle Super Eagles outstanding bonuses, coaches' salaries. Also, uh, talking about the Tokyo Olympics. Tokyo Olympics, Jordan Warras, 33 points. Not enough as the Tigers go down to Germany. Uh, that's on The Guardian uh, this morning. Uh, quite a lot, a lot of us, a lot of people had high hopes uh, for the male basketball team, especially with their performances leading up to the tournament. They've lost two games on the bounce now. Uh, they need results to go their way and then win their last game if they are to qualify for the next round. Well, we'll see how it goes. Electricity collections in Nigeria increased by 63%. Oshibajo is on the Nigerian News Direct. CBN disburses 156.33 billion naira to discos. Others to boost power supply. It's also on the Nigerian News Direct uh, this morning. U.S. lawmakers suspend $875 million military equipment sale to Nigeria. Elza Zaki, wife, released from Kaduna prison after five years in jail. Uh, that's uh, on the Nigerian News Direct as well. Uh, this uh, morning, there are quite a number of others there uh, to look out for. Ondo Guba, Supreme Court, dismisses Jegedes' case against Akere Dolu. Well, that's there as well on the Nigerian News Direct. Uh, the pen-pushing newspapers also uh, with some 
headlines to look out for says ex-convict allegedly kills sex worker over 10,000 naira. Former Nasara State Governor Almakura, wife arrested over alleged appropriation of funds. Court dissolves for 80-year-old marriage over sex division of 72-year-old husband. Is on the publishing newspapers uh, this morning as well. Strange things. <laughs> Premium Times uh, this uh, morning with a report of the release of um, the leader of the proscribed Ironman, Sheikh Ibrahim El Zagzaki, and his wife after years of trial. Is there on the Premium Times? Uh, but they have a number of others. Osh Poppy makes U turn, pleads guilty to fraud charges in US. That's on the Premium Times uh, this morning. APC may lose power if Governor Booney remains interim chairman. Boris Minister warns there is uh, COVID-19. Nigeria's cases surge again as infections contract in Lagos. Uh, that's on the Premium Times. Nigerian manufacturers battling stunted growth blame forest scarcity. you find that on the Premium Times as well uh, this uh, morning. Those are a lot of the headlines uh, to look out for this uh, morning on uh, many of the dailies. Remember, we're live on Facebook uh, for you to drop your contributions. We'll be glad to hear from you via uh, that um, avenue. Uh, you can as well. I'll talk to us about phone lines, but I'll be much later on on the program. I'll take a very quick pause. It's freshly pressed this Thursday. Please don't go anywhere. Babe, what's up now? You look worried. What's the problem? Seriously, oh, tell me. you know what? I bought this phone a few days ago and the screen just got broken. But did you ever insure your phone with car care service? Which one is car care service again? No shake it. Enjoy two years warranty on your mobile phone with car care service center. Name it. Infinix, ITEL, Techno and so on. Very simple. All you need to do is to insure your phone within seven days of purchase. In case your phone screen is broken, car care will fix it for you with new original screen. That's not all. If your phone is damaged, don't worry. Car care service gets you covered with an extended warranty card. It's a mouth-watering offer. For more inquiries, visit Car Care Service Authorized Center today at Dr. Bus Building, Lalubu Road, Okilewo, Abelkuta, or call 0901-948-2698 or 0815-647-4742. Yes, we are Car Care. Yes, we care. Thank you for staying with us. Freshly pressed this Thursday morning on Fresh 107.9 FM. Abelkuta Federal Government lines up 36 billion naira for COVID-19 third wave. Uh, 4,261 cases recorded in 30 days. Uh, that's on the point this morning. Uh, there are 
well, a couple of other reports talking about uh, the uh, COVID-19 um, third wave or the COVID-19 uh, is there on a lot of the other dailies. Uh, the federal government is set to release 36 billion naira to states as part of measures to curb the rising COVID-19 cases and prevent the third wave of the virus. The Benin State Commissioner for Health and Human Services, Joseph Ingbia, will disclose this in an interview uh, with one of Punch correspondents uh, on Wednesday, stated that the federal government promised to release the fund before the end of this month. Ingbia also indicated that State Commissioners uh, for Health would meet next week with the Presidential Steering Committee on COVID-19 and the Federal Ministry of Health officials. It was gathered that the meeting would, among others, map out ways to shore up testing, which, according to a report, uh, dropped by 29% the last one month. This came as to the fore, as the country recorded 404 cases on Tuesday. That's the highest in the last one month. Now, no fewer than 1,276 new COVID cases were recorded in the country between May 27 and June 27. But between June 27 and July 27, 4,264 cases were recorded, presenting an increase of 2,985. That's 233.93% over the cases reported between May and um, um, June. Well, um, the rest of it is there on the punch uh, this morning. That report uh, chronicles uh, the efforts of um, a number of states as far as you know, some of this, um, as far as uh, the COVID nineteen uh, is concerned. There's this story it says COVID nineteen third wave is coming. We need to get prepared. Expert ones. Now, a professor of virology, Yowali Tomori, has warned Nigerians on need to take adequate precautionary measures to tackle the third wave of COVID nineteen. Professor Tomori will maintain that the only solution. To curtail the virus was for the people to get vaccinated, added that there was nothing wrong about the vaccines being produced in less than 18 months. The experts, while speaking on the topic, COVID-19 vaccines, the science, the myth, uh, the facts at the 2021 annual scientific conference and workshop held at Babcock University, Lichon said the testing rate of the country was not good enough. Uh, the workshop was organized by the Association of Medical Laboratory Scientists of Nigeria Organ State Branch. In his words, I'm saying with the nature of our great country, with the way we are behaving, the third wave is coming because we're a country that doesn't have respect for those interventions. Go outside and find out those who's wearing masks, except those of us who are here before camera. When there's no camera before us, how many of us will be wearing masks? He asks. He says, even in countries where they abide by the measures, they are still getting waves. He explained further that vaccines and herbal products are two different things. The professor stressed that herbal products are different from vaccines. In a few years from now, Nigerians will be able to produce vaccines locally. I think we need to get NAVDAC involved to do a proper analysis of the so-called products. He says, when Ebola came, these same people said they, are, they had product that could cure Ebola. Every herbal product should be monitored properly and checked for safety. Therefore, I appeal to Nigerian citizens to take their second dose of COVID-19 vaccines because that will ensure full immunity, adding that the first dose will not give factual immunity, but better better off with the full immunity. Well, um, is, is there the State Commissioner for Health was also at that event, Dr. Tommy Coker. Uh, we noted that uh, the state has always been prepared for the third wave of COVID. Uh, she said the state has established a few isolation centers and also two laboratories in the state and they are functioning. We've been able to curtail the outbreak in Ogun State. What we tend to do is to test the community at the primary health care center and also encourage people to access vaccination at the primary health care center. Well, the rest of it is there. COVID-19 third wave is coming. We need to to get prepared, expert ones. 
Uh, there are quite a number of them talking about COVID. Delta variant, U.S. to ship 4 million COVID-19 doses to Nigeria. Uh, 5.66 million to South Africa. Uh, that's um, also there uh, to look out for. Uh, this uh, morning is on a couple of uh, the dailies. Uh, the United States government said on Wednesday it will ship nearly 10 million doses of COVID-19 vaccines to Nigeria and South Africa as the continent battles a third wave of infections. White House officials told Reuters 4 million doses of uh, Moderna COVID-19 vaccine uh, will go to Nigeria and 5.66 million doses of the Pfizer vaccine uh, to South Africa. The officials said the South African shipment is the single largest sent by the U.S. since it began sending vaccine shots overseas. One of the officials said the latest shipments bring the total number of U.S. vaccine doses sent to Africa to 16.4 million. Delta variant, U.S. to ship 4 million COVID-19 vaccine doses to Nigeria, 5.66 million to South Africa. Uh, That's on the Nigerian Tribune. Nigeria's cases surge again as infections contract in Lagos. Uh, That's on the Premium Times uh, this morning. That's what he was talking about the covid uh, the Premium Times says Nigeria's latest surge in coronavirus infections gathered pace on Wednesday, with new confirmed cases rising above 500 for the first time in four months following the spread of the more contagious Delta variant. Uh, the NCDC, that's the Nigeria Center for Disease Control, figures on Thursday morning showed another 535 cases were reported on Wednesday. Uh, the news agency of Nigeria reports that the 535 is the highest daily number which is now the biggest daily increase in the country since March 4th, 2021, when 708 cases were recorded. After months of low recorded numbers, the country's infections have been on the rise in the past two weeks, shortly after the discovery of the 10 Delta variant, first identified in India, and is considered by government scientists to be between 60% and 80% more transmissible than the previous um, dominant strain. The NCDC noted that the additional 535 cases registered was an increase in the previous I figure 404, which was recorded, um, which was reported as the highest daily record uh, in uh, four months. Well, um, the rest of it uh, is there on the Premium Times. They have the breakdown of the latest cases. Uh, is there to look out for COVID-19. Nigeria's cases surge again as infections contract in Lagos. Uh, That's there on the Premium Times uh, this uh, morning um, to look out for. But um, away from that, uh, very swiftly, uh, there are a lot of the um, COVID-related stories uh, to look out for. Uh, But away from that, uh, to some security matters, U.S. lawmakers block sale of arms worth $875 million to Nigeria over human rights abuse. Uh, you'll find that on the Nigerian Tribune uh, this uh, Thursday morning. It says members of the United States of America Senate Foreign Relations Committee have delayed clearing the sale of 12 AH-1 attack helicopters and accompanying defense systems worth $875 million to the Nigerian military due to concerns about human rights abuse. Uh, Foreign Policy, a United States-based magazine, reported uh, that the proposed arms sale 
had raised concerns among Washington policymakers over how to balance national security with human rights objectives. According to the magazine, as posted on its website, I quote, The old on the sill also showcases how powerful U.S. lawmakers want to push the Biden administration to rethink U.S. relations with Africa's most populous country amid overarching concerns. Uh, that Nigerian President Mohamed Bari is drifting towards authoritarianism as his government is besieged by multiple security challenges, including the jihadist insurgency. Uh, the, according to the foreign policy, Senator Bob Menendez, chairperson of the Senate Foreign Relations Committee, called for a fundamental rethink of the framework of the U.S.'s overall engagement with Nigeria during a Senate hearing with U.S. Secretary of State Antony Blinken. In June, uh, both Menendez and Senator Jim Risk, the top Republican on the Senate Foreign Relations Committee, have placed the old on the proposed arms sale, according to multiple U.S. officials and congressional aides familiar with the matter who spoke to foreign policy on condition of anonymity. In addition to the helicopters, the proposed sale includes 28 helicopter engines produced by G Aviation, 14 military-grade aircraft navigation systems made by Honeywell, and 2,000 advanced precision Q-weapon systems, laser-guided rocket munitions. Uh, That's according to information sent by the State Department to Congress and reviewed by foreign policy. Well, we know. Uh, what the reliance of Nigeria has been over the years as uh, regards uh, AMSIL uh, uh, in the past um, couple of years there's been a lot uh, that we've got I think even recently uh, there were this um, super Tocano jets that arrived the country uh, from the US well that report is there on the Tribune US lawmakers block sale of arms worth $875 million to Nigeria over human rights abuse uh, is there on a couple of the other dailies, The Guardian as well, uh, with that report. Uh, it's a report that's been gathering some reactions since late yesterday. And I'm, I'm not entirely sure. Uh, of course, when you, when you look at it from two angles, uh, the first angle is uh, the uh, fact that they're, 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 they're bringing up this issue of human rights abuse. And uh, the, I bet they're probably open uh, that actions like this can... Um, uh, change the narrative in the country but then there's also the angle of uh, the effect actions like this will have on our war against insecurity mr darrell is in the studio good morning sir morning. great to have you join us Same here. let's have your take please ah well um it's unfortunate that the united states is taking this stance you know this was what was happening too during uh, the time of obama mm-hmm. you know they they blocked uh, arms sales to Nigeria because of these human rights abuses, you know. But for the the war, the insecurity in Nigeria is for has been happening for over ten years now. We need all the support we can get. But if they are not selling, we can go to other countries to get the same ammunitions. Yeah. You know? So um, perceived human rights abuses, you know, based on the videos that they've been sending, you know, to fight war. You have to be, you know, uh, look at the way they've been dealing with the armed forces too, killing some of the military officers and everything. So, you know, and uh, for you to solve something, you know, equal force, you know, for equal equal action for equal force. So, um, it's uh, it's international diplomacy. We'll continue to shop for uh, our arms elsewhere. Mm. We're spending we're spending our money. It's not as if they are giving us for free. Mm. So, um, if they are not ready to play ball, we look. At the at other countries, you know, but, but 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 do we need to also take a look at some of this um, um, alleged uh, human rights abuses? And, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. You know, there are national international convention guarding the this thing. That's warfare. 
but this is banditry this is terrorism you know and you know what they are saying you know uh, you know there's only one way to to solve this problem you, you know you have to deal with them with force you know ruthless force you know so, so that's why we need all this uh, fire superior fire power you can imagine the military men the way they are now they're overwhelmed you know because they, they say that what the terrorists are carrying or what the bandits are carrying they are you know more sophisticated that than their own arms so we need all the help we can get i i think uh, this uh, so-called human rights abuses uh, sometimes they are using it as a bogey you know not to come into you know, that's why we're saying that nobody can like you the way you like yourself you know so they also have their own national interest we have house so they are now saying that because of some perceived human rights abuses they are not going to give us arms it, it give us capacity to fight our internal government. so that that shows that <laughs> there's something wrong with the kind of uh, love they have for our country because this is something everybody all over the world must support us to at least get a solution to this problem once and for all well, it's um, right there on the um, Nigerian Tribune. U.S. lawmakers block sale of arms worth $875 million to Nigeria over human rights abuse. Uh, is there on the Premium Times as well. A number of the other dailies are also uh, talking about uh, that particular situation uh, this uh, morning. Uh, the uh, Tribune also has uh, the report on the education sector with the president saying will increase education budget by 50% over two years. Uh, that's on the Nigerian Tribune, the Guardian. Uh, well, uh, they also have the report. It says uh, Buhari OK's 8.5 billion naira for TED fund research uh, in um, 2021. Uh, well, uh, the Tribune. Uh, says uh, President Muhammad Buhari um, in London, UK, on Wednesday, pledged to increase the budget of the education sector by as much as 50% over the next two years. The assurance was contained in a document entitled Heads of State Call to Action on Education Financing ahead of the Global Education Summit, signed as a form of commitment at the ongoing summit in London. We commit to progressively increase our annual domestic education expenditure by 50% over the next two years and end up to 100% by 2025, beyond the 20% global benchmark. It stated, the summit, which is being co-hosted by the British Prime Minister Boris Johnson and the Kenyan President Uru Kayata, seeks to give opportunity for leaders to make five-year pledges to support GPE's work to help transform education systems in up to 90 countries and territories. As part of the heads of state from the GPE partner countries, President Buhari is to join his counterparts from four other African nations to brainstorm on the way forward. Uh, for transforming education outcomes. Now, other African leaders expected to participate are the President of Ghana, Nanakufa Adouru Kenyatta of Kenya, Lazarus Shakwera of Malawi, and uh, Forg Nasingbe of um, Togo. Well, is there. Uh, we'll increase the education budget by 50% over two years, uh, says Buhari, because uh, the President are speaking ahead of uh, that summit on education in London. Yeah, uh, the, the, the question now is... That's uh, cheering, but that's not the thing that is hot on our plate now. We know that insecurity is affecting education. education. Most mm. of the schools in the north have, have closed down. Uh, some of the students are still with the with the, with the bandits, the, the kidnappers. So, uh, we're gladdening as this uh, news is, you know, because we've always been carrying a clamoring for an increase in educational share of the budget, you know. That's cheering news. That's the way to go. 
increase more pump pump more money into education but right now the problems we are facing in nigeria is, uh, is getting the, these kids yeah, to even go to school to school <laughs> yeah so, so we need safer schools we need that other issues too but it's it's, it's a welcome development that we're, is increasing the tech fund uh, research grant mm-hmm. that's good for education and every other way but you know is the this problem is great problem of uh, insecurity that is bedeviling and uh, ampering all efforts to give our children the, the future leaders of tomorrow education well is is there on uh, the tribune uh the, the guardian also has that report about the ted fund uh this uh, morning there are a couple of uh, reports on a number of dailies talking about uh, the uh, situation in the forex markets especially after the latest uh, cbn decision uh to uh, ban forex sales to bdc's uh, there are, you know, some reports. The Guardian says on ease in forex market as dollar edged towards five hundred and fifty naira to a dollar. Uh, the uh, Premium Times also says Nigerian manufacturers battling stunted growth blame forex scarcity. Uh, that's um, there uh, on the Premium Times uh, this morning. There are a lot of them. Uh, talking about uh, those um, issues. Elza Exaki, wife released from Kaduna Prison, uh, is another uh, on virtually all the dailies after uh, five years in prison. Some says after four years trial. Uh, the other says after years of trial. Is there on virtually all the dailies? The punch says, IMN celebrates as court frees Elza Exaki, wife, after six-year detention. Uh, that's um, there on the punch uh, this uh, morning. Uh, the Kaduna said I caught on Wednesday discharged and acquitted the embattled leader of uh, IMN, uh, also known as Shia Cheikh Ibrahim Elzagzaki and his wife Zinadu had been standing trial since December 2015. Their detention and subsequent trial followed the clash between the convoy of the then chief of army staff, Lieutenant General Tuko Bratai, and members of the sect in Zaria, which left several dead. In the eight-hour judgment, Justice Gideon Corrada upheld the no-case submission filed by the shared leader and his wife. They were charged with culpable homicide, disruption of public peace, and unlawful assembly, among others, by the Kaduna State Government. Justice Corrada had adjourned ruling in the case till Wednesday after the prosecution and defense counsel addressed the court on the no-case submission on March 31st. Uh, the lead counsel told Zagzaki and his wife, Femi Falano, had prayed the court to rule in favor of uh, his uh, clients. Well, we're happy that uh, at last uh, the ruling of the court is being obeyed. You know, there have been several court rulings concerning this man. Mm. And you know, the, what what happened was that uh, where, when the infraction that they were... The clash between... Yes, mm. No, not the clash. The clash happened around 2018. But they are saying that they were involved in uh, something around... Tw- an event that happened in 2015. Mm. And then it was not... Uh, a crime. What they what they what they did was not a crime in 2015. It was only in 2018 that a law was promulgated, and you know they are now trying to make the law to you know retroactively mm. affect what was committed in 2015. So that's the the timeline and all the rest. That's part of the things why the people have been crying that is an injustice you know so so that, that the man should be released and now i think you know we, 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 we talk so much about how long our, uh, you know our cases take to get resolved this is a case that been, that's been on for years yeah and um I, I don't know that the, the, the has to have been yeah, because there has to have been a lot of money spent there by the prosecutors in the thing you know but the will of justice may grind slowly 
but it eventually it grinds in. It's just that uh, it is often also said that justice delayed is justice, justice denied. denied. Mm. Well, um, the IMN, uh, they've been reacting. Uh, they veiled the judgment. Uh, they noted that the judgment is not, has not only vindicated the movement, but it's certainly a victory for perseverance in the face of extreme persecution uh, by the Nigerian government. Uh, they released that statement uh, late yesterday after the court judgment. Well, it's there on the punch. IMN celebrates as court free cells exactly why after six-year detention is on a lot of the dailies uh, this morning as well. Uh, we're in talks with bandits on 83 Kaduna Baptist students. That's according to the Christian Association of Nigeria, CAN. Uh, the CAN has intensified discussions with bandits to free the 83 remaining students of Bethel Baptist College, Kaduna, where I've talked about three weeks ago. The chairman of CAN in Kaduna and its vice president, 19 Northern States and Abuja Reverend Joseph Ayab, said this in an interview with the point on wednesday we negotiated with the bandits and got some of them released we're still talking with the bandits to release the remaining 83 in their custody said recall that former students of the school were released after spending 20 days in the den of bandits after successfully escaping from their captors on sunday one of the children fell into the hands of another criminal uh, the child according to ayab was freed after the payment of 130,000 naira telephone and sim card well, well um, is there. We're in talks with bandits on the three Kaduna Baptist students can. Uh, that's uh, there. I, I was um, watching this. I, I think it was it was a video, and uh, you know, the, the the commentator on that video was talking about how the uh, different approach or the different um, the fact that there's no uniform approach to diseases uh, in those regions that are affected might be causing uh, the prolonged situation saying there are states where the governors are saying well we'll talk with the bandits there are states where the governors are alpha-hatted about it the, the commentator mentioned katsina for example where the governor is at one time the government is at one time saying okay we'll talk to them another, another time saying we need to deal ruthlessly with these uh criminals and then there's kaduna that's saying we won't um, dialogue with them, we'll deal with them. But there are some individuals in the state also dialoguing with. So, for for the commentator, he was saying the fact that there's no uniform approach towards these issues uh, might uh, might be trouble for us. Yes, uh, you know, government will not want to deal with them because that's that is that won't serve as a deterrent. You mm -hmm. know, once you deal with them and you give them money, you are encouraging them. But people whose children have been kidnapped cannot just fold their arms and be watching. So that's why that's why can is uh, negotiating and dealing with them, you know, because they can't. If your child was kidnapped, you won't uh, you won't fold your arms and relax, you know. But government is saying as a policy, they will not negotiate with kidnappers, and you know that's the best way to tackle them because that's the way to deter them from what they are doing. Because the moment they, you know, for years now they've been paying ransom, but they got <laughs> energized, they got more strengthened. So that's the best. That's the best way for government to approach it. But individuals, do, uh, we, do, we, do we need, say, a federal government-led, coordinated approach to all of these things, that's rather than on. have subnationals? Uh, that's going on. That's what I'm saying. Government shouldn't be seen as negotiating with them because if you give them money, you would, you, are, you are like encouraging them, you know. But the individuals whose words, whose children have been kidnapped, will <laughs> will not say uh, they are joining government to. Uh, do this. So that's why, on the personal level, uh, the the victims are, are negotiating and can is negotiating on their behalf. But government is staying off. But government is watching closely. And then they said that they've sent more soldiers, more troops 
to Kaduna. And so, on the other hand, government is taking on its own action. You know, these are uh, security issues. Mm. Anyway, we'll take a very quick pause. Uh, the story is there on the point when talks with bandits, only three Kaduna Baptist students can. I'll take a very quick pause and return to check out some more stories. Remember, your comments and contributions are highly welcomed via Facebook, facebook.com forward slash Fresh FM Live. Don't go anywhere. Hey, Oh man, pe granny dokita. Eh eh. Data de kintabi. Dokita, koko doro no ni pe. Si ko ba si lori pe. A ma were, ta ma reni de bi pe. E ma gbo ni mali mejo. Iyafin. Oko yin ti ko Globerekete Fifa. Be ni o eyin na e ko Globerekete Fifa. Te ba foruko sile, te si bere sini lo si mu glo tutun yin. E gba fe kun ogorun mefa naira lese kese. Yo fe tu afi kun do logorun kan lori gbogbo eto data yin ke le wa lori aye lujara ke soro ke si do we ke diba to ba wu yi. Awon alabaso wo wa tutun ati to ti wa tele. Yo ji afi kun do logorun meje ni gbogbo gba ti an bara card. E kan si Global to ba sun eyin ju ta ba won lagbata wa lati se foruko sile ke si ma lo si mu yin lo. Hello, unlimited. Oh, do I ask? Oh, do I ask? Oh, what up, Larry Rao? Oh, what up, Larry Rao? Oh, do I ask? Oh, do I ask? Oh, do I Cross Plaza, MK Wabiola, we are Bell Kuta, 0813-722-2878-0809-899-1067. Thank you for staying with us. Still freshly pressed this Thursday morning. Just before we uh, take a look at your comments uh, via Facebook and get to talk to you via the phone lines very quickly. Uh, the Guardian says IPOP threatens lockdown in southeast over Kano. Uh, that's uh, on the Guardian. There's also uh, the report on the punch about uh, the urban nation agitator. Sunday Igbo says medical report, others delay Igbo's bail application. Uh, that's on the punch uh, this uh, morning. But there's this uh, very interesting story. So it's on The Guardian. It says, Nigeria's democracy challenged, says Oshibaju. Uh, Vice President Yemi Oshibaju said there's a struggle for the heart and soul of the country. Disclosed this yesterday in Abuja during the presentation of the National Orientation Agency's five-year strategic plan 2021 to 2026 and review by select stakeholders from ministries, departments and agencies, civil society and development partners. Uh, the vice president, who was represented by the senior special assistant on policy research office of the VP, Chris Ungodo, noted that the way to address the challenge is to rekindle the heart of youths, especially in Nigeria. He said, we're in, a time, we're in the time of our history when the NOA, by virtue of its mandates, must come to the fore. There's a struggle for the heart and soul of this country and a struggle to change the destiny of our society. 
as already observed we are facing different challenges the challenge of expanding the cycles of inclusion challenge of deepening democracy challenge of forging social cognition and the challenge of expanding opportunity for a young population these challenges all border on issues of state legitimacy and the renewal of the social contract those are some of the words of uh, the vp uh, they're there on the guardian nigeria's democracy challenged He's stating, the mm. He's stating the obvious. It's a given. Mm. We all know this. And mm. uh, it's good that we're, we are hearing the voice of NOA after a long while. Mm. This is long overdue, you know. This is a... The, the, you should galvanize the youth, you know. But majorly, the major, you know, abatros is this insecurity, you know. The insecurity, the youth are being kidnapped. The, the, the future looks bleak. So it's, it's good that they are having this document and it's about time that we need to you know galvanize action you know towards getting people to be more patriotic to the country well uh, the uh, guardian also says senate unravels facts on illegal diversion of 665.8 billion naira by agf's office uh, the uh, punch uh, says uh, the name of the former president uh, Gulag Jonathan is Vice Namadi Sambo, uh, well mentioned uh, in uh, the Senate report. Uh, the Senate also has ordered a refund uh, within 60 days. The Senate Committee on Public Accounts has unraveled facts on how the Office of the Accountant General of the Federation illegally diverted 665.8 billion naira from the Solid Mineral Development Funds and Stabilization Funds to the Independent National Electoral Commission, Ministry of Power, Army and others. Investigations by the Senator Matthew Roide led committee showed that the federal government paid the entitlements of former President Gulag Jonathan and Vice President Namadi Sambo about 1.5 billion naira from the fund on June 11, 2015. It also discovered that the electoral body collected about 20 billion naira from the development of natural resources fund, apart from 17.9 billion naira collected from the brown rice levy, comprehensive import supervision scheme pool levy, and rice levy. Uh, also, 30 billion was released for INEC for the conduct of the 2015 general elections. Uh, 10 billion was released on July 3, 2014, while 20 billion was released on Ju- January 12, 2015. Uh, there's a list of other beneficiaries uh, PHCN, uh, Ministry of Foreign Affairs. There's a list of them. Uh, they're there uh, to look out for. Uh, Senate unraveled facts on illegal diversion of 665.8 billion naira by AGF's office. Orders refund within 60 days. Uh, that's on the Guardian uh, to look out for. Uh, just uh, a bit of politics. Uh, a lot of the dailies have uh, reports about uh, the ruling um, APC and uh, the Memala Buni led caretaker committee. Uh, there are quite a number of reports uh, talking about it. Uh, the Premium Times. Uh, with uh, so with uh, one of these reports, uh, there's also uh, the story on the Tribune. I can't get a hold of them now, uh, but I know there are quite a number of headlines on uh, some of the dailies talking about the situation uh, with the APC. Well, they are there uh, for you to look out for uh, this uh, morning. I did uh, mention a couple of them a lot earlier, so they're there for you to. Uh, look out for. Let's get to hear from you. All right, zero eight one five four three two ten seventy nine. Zero eight one five four three two ten seventy nine. There's also zero eight one eight one 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 ten seventy nine. Zero eight one eight one 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 ten seventy nine. Those are the numbers uh, to talk to us via. Remember, you can drop your contributions on Facebook. We're always glad to hear from you. Good morning. 
Yeah, Wally, good morning. Good morning, sir. You have Solomon on the line. All right, good right, right. Um Just yesterday, as attack was released. Uh, <laughs> no problem. But Wally, when I was this small, my father used to tell me, and I come home, oh, this one is looking for my trouble. That one is looking for my trouble. How we tell me? You say Solomon, you get trouble for body. Now only that they look for your trouble. You remember this the same air Tasaki have problem with Abasha. And those who are living in Italia today, they can testify to who El Tasaki is. I don't have problem with it. Those who are celebrating it, no problem. After all, Abu Musava was released in this country. Yeah, we, we are not surprised. So tomorrow, if Evan and some of them who are criminal are released, no problem. So what? be it. Thank you. All right. Thank you very much. Um, in as much as you try to link some of these different cases, uh, I'm sure the law would look at these cases differently on their merits and they'll come up with their decision. Please turn on the volume on the radio or whatever. There's a lot of noise uh, coming from there. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Yeah, my yes, you are. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Yeah, Quickly. my name is Polani Polani from Chakarilla. Yeah, I want to have my statement. The U.S. denying uh, the government from the what's it called? The ammunition due to uh, uh, trying to do some uh, uh, fundamental human rights, you know. Mm. The fact remains that the U.S. telling the Nigerian, I mean the government, that they are seeing all they are doing. They are, they are not ready to fight who are they supposed to fight. That's just the line light. That's the key. I mean, it's a simple thing of that. Because it shouldn't be the person or the, the, the country that should do that for us. Because they know the problem that we are facing in, in the country. But because of the, you know, government has been strategic, you know, they have lived their responsibility to be doing something else. And for, for, for on the other hand, if you could remember the, the last uh, this thing you said. Hello? Wow. Okay. Um, all right. We, yes, we, we got the ball. <laughs> Hello, good morning. Apologies. We lost that call for some reason. Hello. Yes, good morning. All right. Good morning. You'd have to try again. You'd have to try again. Apologies. Uh, 0815-432-1079. 1079 Those are the numbers. Hello. Good morning. Good morning, Wally. Good morning. I'm Karadi from Adet. Good morning. Stater is Solani. Good morning, sir. Good morning, God bless you, sir. You see, are we a serious country at all? We are probably uh, asking U.S. to go and sit down when we are fighting one another here. And yet, we are asking them to send fighter jets to us. Are we not compromising ourselves? You see, it's a kind of thing I am not... You see, U.S. I mean, U.S. people are not blinded. I am telling you. In fact, um, for the mere fact that Ezra Zaki has been released, it's a great news for me. I am I am a Christian. The man is a Muslim. It's a great news. Thank you. You hold back somebody for good six years under what justice is that. I am asking them. These are the human rights abuses these people are looking at. 
Then on GPE summit, I think Duari should even have been invited to that place at all. For him to have even said 50% budget increment in education, I think it's a hoos, it's a, it's a truth to me. Yeah. I so, don't believe in demand any longer. Yeah. I don't have confidence in this government any longer. Wow. The summit should have not allowed him to come for the insecurity case. Are you with me? Mm. Ah, thank you. Well, I don't know. I, I don't know the basis uh, to for his invitation, but it's, this, this is a big country in Africa. If there are going to be conversations concerning the continent, it's only expected that the president will be there, or they have confidence in him. It's, it's quite unfortunate that you don't. Really sad. Some of the things that are going on in the country. Hello, good morning. Hello, good morning, Mr. Walibakari. Good morning. It's my pleasure. What's my your name? name? Is Akin, All right, quickly, sir. Can you hear me loudly? Yes, we can quickly. Okay, my name is Akin Dede speaking from my director. Uh, it's a parody to believe that this con country has reached uh, uh, the political authorities. As a matter of fact, honestly speaking, uh, this country is really experiencing a lot of political conundrum. Uh, because look at the state of our uh, of the state of the health uh, sector. Nothing has been done. As a leader, if your sector is good, there's no need for you to travel abroad to take any kind of uh, treatment. And would American leaders or European leaders would come to Nigeria or any other African country to take a treatment? I think all those compile one uh, national anthem is a complete parody. And if we want to something, this is the best time that our leaders should infuse into something to change Nigeria politically. We need a political change. All right. Now, everything is now in, in conflict. Oh, all right, th thank you very much. Uh, because of our time, although I, d I did hear that many, many years ago, a lot leaders from outside this country used to come to the UCH uh, to get treatment. I, I once heard that. <laughs> I wasn't around then, but I've heard that. Joshua, good news. Ajibola says, uh, Why couldn't the federal government clamp down the banditry insurgents and book around the same way they are hunting up the Canaan Sunday? He's talking about the human rights abuse um, on the refusal of the American government not to sell weapons to Nigeria. I think America has seen the insecurity of the Nigerian government in tackling insecurity. Some of us know what is happening around the soldiers and their commanders in the war front. We know some commanders that were sacked for speaking the truth on the way things are going on. Those that are clamoring for good governance are seen as enemies of the state. In this country, I know this government will not be forever. It is well. That's Bamikole Muhyiddin. Afalabi Alaba says, what is our problem in Nigeria? Economic circuit, uh, we supposed not to be happy as the price of crude oil arising. But it, um, I'm not sure I get that. Um, billionaire Jishafe says, now the kind of arrested us exactly. Okay. <laughs> uh, I see the link you're trying to make there. Anyway, we'll leave it there uh, this morning. Thank you for your thoughts. Thank you for your contributions. Thank you, Mr. Flowering, for joining us this morning. Always a pleasure. That's the program this Thursday. We're back Friday, God willing. Enjoy your Thursday. Wally Bakar is my name. Good morning. Fresh FM, Abel Kuta, 107.9. Fresh FM, 107.9. Abel Kuta. Eko kale lode yi, Josephine Amadi Adeojo on loru kome. Mi odane kan wala seko yi mouni alejo.
Meta Mary Ninu Oshu August in your phone to bag bow shoe. But I'm more going to call him Bawa Loni. On to Mobawa Loni Nisha Pelopolo Pawan, your two Nishello, Tabi, Tisha Wong, or two more J. Only Ofata Firo, Mokabin Kokale, Tomaran, Waran, Lowo, in your lap when N as you sell. A two months we will be down your bashing Taj and one man, Lowo, Nito Town Colonile. Among one pay, put your J. Da Mewa Ninu Ogon, Lori. Olishin and it's about Taja to one million naira. Yato see ten percent in a dame watu magbao. Yo to buy a bunfone. And it's about Taja to two million naira. Yato see ten percent in a two hundred thousand naira. Yo to buy a bun fridge. Tabentoba and iPhone. Only buy a bun airport pro. And it's about Taja to lobby five million naira. Bear bear lawyer to simple yo go buy a dame wa. In here ten percent. To jet five hundred thousand. Yo to work by iPhone twelve pro max. In here to jet iPhone to she. Jet ti and win yon to moon or latin. Half lofe. Bellu ten percent. But in my cockoba. See to buy a few day be ten million naira. Only to want to have money motto. Tamak with new official kai. Ya to sick pay yo cockoba one million naira. To jet. Idame why. Only one quit up a shave room. Come by beauty. And you be in your fifty billion la shave for law. One man knee or no at it. And in total, you put in the shallow water. Only two feet. Facebook, <laughs> Ale jo mi o pe number awon le fi le bere awon bere 